1: you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host
2: the final edition radio hour is a work of satire intended for people who own books gentrify neighborhoods and say they like kale please consume responsibly the satire that is
3: Hi. I'm Jeff Chrysler. And I'm Tony Andron. And this is the final edition radio hour. Jeff, I'm so sorry. Sorry for what? That it's over. What's over? The campaign. The Ted Cruz campaign. Why are you sorry, Tony? That's great news. That guy was a monster.
2: Yeah, but you'd finally found your place here on the show. A good hearty role you could sink your teeth into.
3: What do you mean? Because I was playing Ted Cruz? I mean, it wasn't that good. Well,
2: oh, don't sell yourself short, Jeffers. You really
3: delivered. Uh, thanks. i I mean, it was
2: okay, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you are a slimy, weaselly, overeducated, manipulative little ship who would destroy the entire planet and all the people on it if it would satisfy your personal ambitions. Uh, you mean when I played Ted Cruz? Yeah, that too. But I particularly liked it when you played him as the Hispanic Inquisition.
0: No one expects the Hispanic Inquisition.
2: This is
4: the final, the final edition, edition Radio, Radio hour. hour. Aha! There
2: it is! Man on the Street!
5: Ted Cruz and John Kasich have dropped out of the Republican primary, leaving the GOP nomination to Donald J. Trump. The final edition asks the man on the street, What do
6: you think? Hmm... I guess I'm against it.
7: I really identified with him because my husband celebrates everything by whacking me in the face with a nail book.
5: I only have the best apocalypse. It's going to be an amazing apocalypse. You're all going to die. It's going to be incredible. I think he clinched it when he won the
8: Pennsylvania primary. Trump, they love cracked bronze things in Pennsylvania.
5: And so ends
8: Mania. Trump accused Cruz of using Gestapo tactics. And I got to say, it doesn't seem fair. The Gestapo were way better liked than Ted Cruz.
5: I'm going to have the best concentration camps. It's going to be amazing. Going to be gold-plated.
6: Nobody will be able to escape because we're going to build a wall. And I've come up with the best name for it, Trump Blanca. This
7: just in, Trump Blanca, bankrupt.
6: You know what? I was never associated with Trump Blanca. They used my name. I don't know what they're going to do with it. Is
5: Carly Fiorina still going to be vice president?
2: Did you just tell me I need to
9: die? If you want to save your music career, then yes, you need to die.
2: I am Elton John. My music career doesn't need saving. (laughs)
9: Look, Elton, I think you're great. Everyone here at Capitol Records thinks you're great. I'm a bloody superstar. Ah, but you're not an extraordinary superstar. Do you know how many people in this world are thinking about you at this very moment?
2: I don't know. A
9: lot. Twenty-six.
2: How do you even know
9: that? We're a record label. It's our job. Now guess how many people are thinking about Prince right now? How many? 230 million.
2: 230 million at this very moment? At this very
9: moment, 230 million people are either thinking about Prince or posting on Facebook about Prince. And all he had to do to make that happen was cease to exist.
2: But uh, I just put out a new album. Doesn't that count for something? Nobody
9: cares. You've sold 30,000 copies in three months. As I finish this sentence, a million print singles have been purchased. That's fucking impossible. Elton, come on, this is a no-brainer of a career move. If you ask me, you should have died five years ago. I didn't ask you. Well, the good news is it's not too late. If you die now... Imagine how many YouTube views the circle of life will receive. The number would be astronomical. Yes, think of the thousands of fans who will dress up like you. Which era of Elton will they choose to emulate? <laughs> who knows? But I won't be around to see it. So what? Do you realize how many people will make love while listening to your music? Right now, 23 million people are
2: boning to Prince. How many people are boning to me? Three. Jesus Is it a ménage a trois? No. Each person is doing it solo.
9: Face it, Elton. You're a mediocre superstar. People take you for granted because you're still alive. Extraordinary superstars are snatched away from us. We owe it to them to be obsessive freaks. I miss being an extraordinary superstar. then give your career a shot in the arm. Literally take this needle and lethally inject yourself with this unknown deadly virus. Ugh. It works its magic in three to four weeks.
2: Uh, can't I just throw myself off a bridge?
9: Hell no! Your death must look natural. Fans will be more inclined to agonize over your death. Fine.
2: Let's fucking do this.
9: <laughs> You've made a wise career move, my friend. Now, any song requests while we administer this bad boy?
2: Well, I've really been getting back into purple rain lately. Of of course you have.
4: Purple, man. Purple, man. Oh, yes. Don't it feel good? Only want to see you. See you.
5: Can I play this guitar?
2: And now, the final edition Radio Hour presents 10 Things You Should Never Say on a Job Interview. Number 10. Who are you to judge... Me! Number nine. I
0: really have to take a wicked shit. Number
1: eight. I'm gonna need Fridays off so I can fuck your mother. Number seven. I can forgive your sins if you
2: believe in me. Number six.
3: I really need this job. Would you like me
2: to show you how much? Number five.
0: You're an insane degenerate piece of filth and you deserve to die.
10: Number four... Bruno Mars is good, but it wouldn't suck him off or nothing. Number three...
0: Call me old-fashioned, but I just don't like black people.
2: Number two... I had a cat. Died! Number one... So, do you like cock? This has been 10 Things You Should Never Say on a Job Interview from the final edition Radio Hour. Oh, (laughs) fuck that.
5: Hi, I'm Ronnie from Ronnie's Daycare and Funtime Playpen, where we promise we won't kill your baby. You got a date night or you just need a break or something, right? Well, drop off the kids at Ronnie's Daycare and Funtime Playpen, where we won't kill them. Or even get close to killing them. Just listen to this satisfied customer.
7: I left my baby with Ronnie for a couple days while I went out of town. And ever since then, the kid's afraid of the water. I mean, even a glass of water. He just screams. But Ronnie didn't kill
5: him. You gotta give them that. Other things you're gonna like. We're punctual. When you come back from a work shift or a short trip or a long term absence, we'll be there with your kid exactly when we say. And your kid will be successfully alive. Maybe he fell down a couple of times. We drop a kid now and then. I'm not gonna lie to you. Ronnie's people are good traditional people. They believe in stuff. Like me, I believe in stuff too. Listen, this business has a lot of dodgy operations. And we're proud to be part of it. So what's the problem? Give us your kids for a while. That's Ronnie's daycare and fun time playpen near the super fun site in East Rutherford. You're gonna be okay with this. You could do worse.
10: <laughs> oh, mm. <laughs> 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 Ha-ha!
8: No
3: one expects the Hispanic Inquisition! Ha! <laughs>
9: Why, Senator Cruz and Carly Fiorina Our chief weapon
8: is Surprise And fear And, uh, fear
0: <laughs> And, uh, surprise Yes, no, no, oh, no Curse, no. curses Oh, again, sir, again
8: No one expects the Hispanic Inquisition.
0: <laughs>
9: hey, Fiorina, you're not even Hispanic. Your
0: given name was Sneed. Yeah, you married an Italian guy, then kept his name after you divorced him. Silence.
3: Uh, um, uh, you. Uh, uh, our chief weaponry is fear
0: and surprise. And Devotion to the Pope! Oh, bullshit!
9: You're a Methodist!
0: Silence!
8: Start again!
0: Our huh? <laughs> key weapon is fear! And. Uh, uh, and. and right? an almost fanatical devotion to interfering in people's sex lives! Yes, yes, that's it!
8: <laughs> Read the charges!
0: Are you serious?
8: Hold your tongue, wench! We are the Hispanic
0: Inquisition!
3: <laughs> you
0: stand accused of... Of... Of what? Stimulating each other's genitals! <laughs> so what? So. Purposes unrelated to procreation! That's none of your beeswax! Silence!
8: It is
3: heresy! Heresy! Yes, heresy! Heresy! You will burn at the stake!
8: (laughs) No! Cardinal!
3: Bring out the stake! It smells good. Oh, I
6: hope it's rare. Uh, what
3: is that piece of smoking meat?
0: Who said bring a burnt steak.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, curses! Oh, no, no, no. Start again!
8: <laughs> no one expects
3: a Hispanic in r- Gossett's and- <laughs>
9: Hey, if you're going to eat that, can we fuck it? The final edition radio hour will be right back, just like your cancer.
4: Welcome Back back to the final edition
9: radio Humpback.
2: Man on
5: the street. Utah has declared pornography a public health crisis. The final edition asks the man on the street, what do you think? I just hope the cure is some sort of injection.
7: Well, it is very dangerous to my boyfriend's wrists. I've got carpal tunnel.
5: This will harm Utah's most popular pornographic magazine, Wife Play. Salt Lake
6: City's basketball team is changing its name to the Utah Jizz.
7: That's how Salt Lake got
6: so salty. Gives a new meaning to to the phrase Goblin Canyon. It's a, it's a place in Utah. Pornography isn't natural. You should be having sex with a committed partner in
5: Arches National Park.
8: This is going to crash the Wi-Fi network in Provo.
5: I'm anti-Vo. There will be no ogling in Ogden. If there's too much masturbation, Utah Becomes me If porn is the disease, may
6: I be stricken with it? This is this is all a typo. It's a pubic health crisis.
5: Well, there's
7: going to be a lot of clean movies at Sundance this year.
6: It gives new meaning to the term dry
7: county. Well, I'm not going skiing there if I can't jerk off before I go skiing there. If
8: I stand in New Mexico at the Four Corners and jerk off into Utah,
6: is that okay? It's encouraged. It's encouraged. Welcome back
7: to the Cable News Situation Space. To get an impartial view of both sides of this issue, we turn to our crosstalkers. from Georgetown University and the Washington Post, Professor David Hoffman. Thank you for having me. And our returning guest from the Outer Rim Worlds, a Tuscan Raider. <coughs> Tuscan Raider, thank you for being back so soon and in greater numbers. <coughs> Hello to you all as well. Now, David, we'll start with you. What do you think has made America so divided?
5: Well, Sandra, it's a range of things. Um, first of all, the macroeconomic changes across um, across, across numerous regional strata in the country
7: lot of voices right now sandra they're interrupting me david man up it's a discussion tuscan raider Um, you were saying what what are they even saying
3: that's
7: a good point is it
3: Mm
7: -hmm. he's got you there david I don't think I understand their language. Well, whenever they're saying, they seem to mean it. Now, your rebuttal. Oh, I... C- come on, man. Okay, our Tuscan guest is writing me a note. Thank you. David, a lot of people are saying bald guys in suits ought to be beaten and robbed. Your rebuttal. Uh, that, that's ridiculous. Come on, hey. Agreed. David, don't avoid the questions. Why did they bring weapons into the studio? Oh, so now you're against the Second Amendment?
5: No, I, I mean, in some ways, I guess.
7: <laughs> I love it. I just love what? it. What?
5: What do they keep saying? What is that?
7: Entertaining. Now we're about out of time. Let's get a final word from each of you. Look, if politics breaks down into people yelling at each other, how can we solve
9: any of the? come
7: on jesus
5: hey stop interrupting me you sand people jesus david
7: Uh, the term is tuscan americans they're, they're they're sand people that's where they're from i don't um on that retrograde racist note This has been the Cable News Situation Space. Join us again next week for another totally fair and impartial debate in the sense that I'll allow either side to win by yelling.
0: Hey, ladies. Are you tired of being inundated with unwanted dick pics? Yes. You have so many dick pics, you don't know what to do with them. I wouldn't know what to do with one. With our new app, you can turn those useless dick pics into dick pic trading cards. Why? Dick pic trading cards capture the action and drama of modern courtship. No, they don't. I gave this guy my number so he could text me about coffee. Now I'm staring at his penis. Not to mention, dick pics trading cards are a fun way to connect with friends. Ugh, it's really veiny. do Show me that. Trade dick pics with your friends and collect all your favourites. You take these. No. I don't want them. Too late. I just sent you Puerto Rican guy from my gym. Ew, that creep? Every dick pic trading card also comes with its own personalized biography. Jimmy's dick goes from two to eight inches in six seconds. That's unnatural. And for every dozen dick pics you submit, you get a free bonus. The dick of Brett Favre. Who? Dick pic trading cards. Just when you thought dick pics couldn't get any better. They're never going to learn are they nope that's why i created this app what is it cock blocker
6: dairy Brian, can you huddle up so the soap opera days of our lives is going to be adding a whole bunch of new characters and that means a lot more costumes so to help out around here i'm bringing in some help you know to help
7: Come on, Hector. Derry and I can do this ourselves.
6: Yeah, we don't need any outsiders. All right, guys. Decision's already been made. He starts today, but this guy is an old pro. He's been in the shirt-folding union for 47 years.
8: Sorry I'm late. I was watching a Law & Order marathon on TNT. <clears throat> yeah, hi. I'm Vlafishov Grundler. But call me Old Man Grundler. That's what it says on my union card. <clears throat> Your name is Grundler? Yeah, yeah, I've heard all the jokes. When my grandfather emigrated from Hungary, the guy at Ellis Island didn't know what to do with the umlaut. So he just changed it to Grundler. It used to be Keller. <coughs>
5: that, that doesn't sound real. Are you sure that's true, old man Grundler?
8: Don't patronize me, kid. I was the personal shirt folder for the Almond Brothers back in the early 70s. I folded the shirt Dwayne Allman was wearing when he crashed into that truck.
9: Oh, jeez. Uh, I'm sorry, old man Grundler. Th- that's awful. Yeah,
8: yeah. <coughs> well... Everyone was pretty shook up. No one blamed me or anything. In, in fact, Butch Trucks took me aside and thanked me, since, you know, the shirt fused with his skin and couldn't be removed. Uh, that his sleeves had such straight pleats when they buried him.
7: Oh, God, that's so upsetting.
8: You think that's bad? I was a uniform presser for the Army in Nam. I saw my best friend blow up right in front of me. <laughs> I told him to change the lint trap in that dryer, but he wouldn't listen. I tried to warn him, man!
6: <laughs> okay, okay, enough goofing around, you two. It's time to work. Leave old man Grundler alone. So in our first scene, two detectives find Stacy's missing car in the hospital parking lot, so we're going to need some detective stuff. Nope, that's all wrong. Why? What do you think they should be wearing? Nope, finding
8: the car at the hospital. <laughs> they should find it at the airport. That's where Briscoe always finds the car on Law &
7: Order. We don't really work on the script at this stage, old man Grundler. We just make the costumes. Don't
8: patronize me, kid. You're all patronizing me. So I didn't get a folding degree from Harvard. Back in my day, they didn't let poor Hungarian kids from Kari go to fancy colleges.
5: Wait, where are you from?
8: Duke Kari! It's a major hub for livestock freight trains. Our town motto is last stop before the slaughterhouse.
7: (laughs) Everything you say is horrible, old man Grundler. Can't we just work? Don't you
8: sit there with your soft hands and talk to me about labor? I folded and unfolded shirts every day for 47 years. 48, if you include the year of freelance before I was a must-join, just so your pansy generation could do whatever you want. (laughs)
7: Wow, we're sorry, old man Grundler. Here, why don't you show us how it's done? Whoa, whoa, whoa! (laughs) What is that? Are those
8: pants... I'm in shirt folders, Local 17. I will not scab against my brothers in the International Brotherhood of Pants Pressers. Well,
7: I press pants here all the time. I didn't know there was a union for it.
6: Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're saying you're not in IBPP? That is a serious violation. Get out of this office now, you scab. You're a scab? Oh, my God. Ooh, Get out. Ew is
8: right, Derry. This country was built on the back of labor. Pah! <laughs> Now, pass me a shirt and turn on TNT. I fold better when Briscoe's watching me.
6: Live better, work union. Live better, work union. Live better, work work union. union. Live better, work
8: union. Live better, work union.
6: Well... Right around 1996, President Bill Clinton named General Barry McCaffrey to be the nation's drug czar. And uh, you understand, uh, McCaffrey's a man with two distinguished service crosses. He'd just been catching drug smugglers from South America. So the newspapers all said, How are a bunch of hippies and stoners going to take on Barry McCaffrey? Well, they found out. The Drug War, a film by Ken Burns.
5: It was the biggest coke binge anyone in central Michigan had ever seen. Nine young men, a bachelor party, 17 pounds of Peruvian blow, and two connected rooms at a Holiday Inn Express near the airport in Lansing. They got so high for so long that they missed the wedding. Instead, turning up five days later in California at a Warner Brothers production lot, where they successfully pitched a sitcom about a toy poodle that teaches at Harvard. It lasted three seasons.
7: McCaffrey was being flanked in Hollywood, so he sent Alan Levitt out there because everyone always said Levitt could implant anti-drug messages into literally everything. So Levitt goes to Hollywood, and all of a sudden every drug user on NYPD Blue gains 40 pounds.
8: My dearest General McCaffrey. So far, I have managed to insert anti-drug messages into a Magnum P.I. episode, three local weather reports, and the architectural blueprints for a new branch of Citibank. I have also received word that drug abuser Chris Farley is eventually supposed to grow old and mature into a respected dramatic actor. I've scheduled lunch with the head of his studio, and hope to arrange for different results. Yours warmly, Alan Levitt.
5: Meanwhile, Kenneth Blatter in Martinez, California, got so good at smoking pot, he could leave his body and travel directly into the sun. The union was losing. My my dearest Annabelle... (sighs) I'm so high right now. <laughs> I'm so, so
8: high. Am I actually saying things out loud? We're all getting slurpees. Yours beloved, Kenneth.
6: Then General McCaffrey got word seven people in East Orange, New Jersey had had pleasant acid trips. Well, that was the last straw. General McCaffrey
5: sent a hundred agents into East Orange with one instruction. Harsh, everybody's buzz.
7: They'd hang around the corner, singing off key, insulting people's hair, really aggressively trying to sell auto insurance. It devastated the whole town.
6: They tricked him. Those teenagers in East Orange, they had all swore off hallucinogens, because what they really wanted to do the whole time was OxyContin. Next week
5: on The Drug War, the government finds out coffee is a drug and everyone dies.
3: Hey, it's Luigi laughing at me. Come on, Final Edition Radio I'll Be right back.
4: And now, some more of the
3: Final Edition Radio Hour
2: welcome back to the Final Edition Radio Hour. I'm Tony Hendra. The Final Edition Radio Hour models itself in format and spirit after the National Lampoon Radio Hour, which was in its heyday exactly 40 years ago, when I was editing the magazine. I thought it might be fun to revisit some of the material from the mid-70s and see how it holds up. So, hang on to your hats for what we used to call at the Lampoon a trip down Mammary Lane. Featuring Chevy Chase, John Belushi, Christopher Guest and Richard Belzer before they were famous. And as a bonus, Michael O'Donoghue at his most insane.
8: they send you here
2: it doesn't ruin your vision like a tv show you do
1: it by silly putty
2: practice yoga on the ground or get up and walk around you can do it when you're listening
9: to the radio
10: lunchtime you can shave or wash your hair while our show is on the air you can cook up a fondue and we'd still be coming through you can stay in bed and
8: you'll find we don't care at all just as long as you keep listening to the
0: radio tell it to the bugle corps oh
9: yeah Smoking reefer on the radio While we're really eating cookies and you never know We could tell you we look great when we're really overweight You can get away with so much on the radio Oh yeah, yeah! So tell them what you look like on the radio Cause if they never see you then they'll never know Doesn't matter if you've had any Cause they'll never know exactly What what you look like when they listen to the radio Yeah! R-A-D-I-O television, Mr. Brando, I understand you refused your Academy Award because of your sympathy with the Indians, isn't that correct? Yeah. And most of your energies are now devoted to helping the Indians, aren't they?
8: Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's the way I spend most of my time now.
9: Well, now, could you tell us why you believe in expending so much of your efforts in aiding the Indian cause?
8: Well, for one thing, because of the way the Indians have been treated in this country... I mean, uh, you go out to the reservation and you see how they live. They live like pigs. I mean, mean, because it's the only way they can live. It's the only way the government will let them live. That's one of the reasons. Of course, there are other reasons.
9: What are some of the other reasons, Mr. Brando?
8: Dark meat. Boy, I love that stuff. Beg your pardon? Dark meat. Oh, boy.
9: I'm sorry, Mr. Brando. Are you inferring that the.
8: Those Indian squaws, boy. They f*** like bunnies. Boy, you get one of them squaws and no, they'll out of you. You know what I tell them to do? I tell them to take these two fingers and cut the fingernails off and the stigma mice. F-. I tell them to f*k a pig and to eat its vomit. God, I love
3: it. <laughs> away, Miss mm, muffin found away into my
8: heart. Oh, Miss Muffin, oh Lord, oh, why don't you show it away? Wait. It's not no, I pray to heaven, and here's what I say: <laughs>
3: Oh, little Miss Muffin, keep on, keep on, keep it on your toughest. Eat your curse. Got gotcha, to, got
8: gotcha. to, to eat your way. Have mercy, eat your way into my heart. Hey. Got to, got to, got to, got got to, 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 to,
5: You know, Ed Sullivan, we kid him a lot, but Ed Sullivan is one of the greats of this business. And in the cab on the way over to, to, the, to the studio tonight, I had a funny thought. What if Ed Sullivan were tortured? And when I say tortured, what I mean is what if steel? needles say six inches long were plunged into ed's eyes i i think it would go something like this
10: Canada, and right back out again with nothing to declare. Banff, Alberta here in Western Canada's unspoiled Rocky Mountain Playground, members of the sinister Canadian Nazi Party meet in their annual rally. The strutting bay shirts gather to stage a book burning of Canadian authors' works, but call off their plans when not enough books can be found to start a fire. Would-be burners of possible books, the sinister Canadian Nazi Party meeting in Banff, Alberta. Moose Factory, and blood stains the snow in this isolated subarctic community, as Royal Canadian Mounties battle Eskimos after being sent to repossess an iron lung. Softened by lush living off the profits of their soap carvings, Moose Factory's Eskimo tribe had gone on an iron lung shopping spree. This tubercular 98-year-old Eskimo woman is dragged from her iron lung and out into the cold where she belongs, as husky dogs bark, and a finance company representative adds up interest charges. Royal Canadian Mounties, doing their duty as always in the blood-stained northern tundra. Ottawa moving spectacle unfolds in the Senate of the Canadian Parliament as attendants remove the venerable 104-year-old Senator Cornish Wallaby from the bench where he had sat undetected for the past 35 years. Listed as dead in Senate records, the grand old man of Canadian Parliament was discovered during the current recess by a cleaning lady. Parliament Hill applauds the 104-year-old Senator Cornish Wallaby on his way to the ambulance. Canada's own Rip Van Winkle found fast asleep in the Senate. and 25 of Canada's greatest pro hockey stars arrive to match wits against retarded children in a charity spelling bee. Thousands of eager Torontonians strain to catch a glimpse of their favorite players, and it's Stanley Cup tension as competition gets underway. Our Maple Leaf Megaphone Newsreel camera catches the concentration on the faces of the contestants and the disappointment, as all 25 of Canada's greatest pro hockey stars lose out in the qualifying rounds. Little Jimmy is a happy mongoloid and a champion speller. Pro hockey stars lose out to retarded children in a charity spelling bee. Nova Scotia and Canadian Department of Transport icebreakers prepared to embark on another vital mission to try and find the province of Newfoundland missing in the fog-shrouded Atlantic wastes for more than 15 years. Previous expeditions have had to turn back empty-handed, but hope runs high that this time Canada's 10th and newest province will be located at last. Rescue ships setting to sea in search of the missing province of Newfoundland. british columbia and the lord tweedsmuir games featuring north america's third largest indoor checkers tournament are interrupted by the appearance of a strange furry creature known in legend as the susquatch monster our maple leaf megaphone newsreel camera catches a fleeting glimpse of the half human half animal beast as children run and dogs bark hysterically but order is quickly restored as officials discover that the Sasquatch monster is only Miss Kamloops for 1974. A happy ending to a moment of panic at the Lord Tweedsmuir Games in Kamloops, British Columbia. megaphone newsreel marches through customs into canada and right back out again with nothing to declare and now
9: the national lampoon radio hour is proud to present the sensational comedy of dr andrew tillman cardiologist take that hippocratic oath
5: please i would have taken it myself and i'm no hypocrite Moving right along, I want to tell you students that a funny thing happened to me on my way to the operating table. A nurse came up to me and said, Doctor, how many sutures are we going to need for this operation? I said, Nurse, suit yourself. Now take my patient, please. He told me that he was very frightened because this was his first operation. I told him I know just how he feels because it's my first operation too. But seriously, students, this patient may not have been born in this hospital, but he sure is dying here. No kidding, though. Before this operation is over, if I don't run out of patients, I'll have him in
4: stitches.
1: We close our broadcasting day as usual with Nat Lamp onto my feet. Tonight's inspirational message will be delivered by the Reverend Otto A. Brown.
4: In these troubled times, when problems like political corruption, unemployment, mental illness, racial strife and the breakup of the family seem to be ever on the increase... When one war is no sooner ended than another begins in some other part of the globe, when sometimes we get up in the morning and feel that we look out on a sea of hate which threatens to engulf everything worth saving in this tired old world of ours, in times like these, it is more important than ever that we prepare a place in our hearts where the peace and loving kindness of our Savior can enter in. Love thy neighbor, Jesus said. And we know that he meant by that not just the fellow who lives literally next door to you, but all our neighbors all around the world, whether they're black, white, or yellow, rich or poor, male or female, old or young, long hair or short hair. For how are we going to achieve the happiness and prosperity we're all striving for if we turn against one another with hate instead of love in our hearts. If we are going to preserve any hope for lasting peace in the world, we must learn to live in harmony with all races, colors, and creeds, whether Catholic, Protestant, Baptist, Communist, Atheist, Hindu, all except the Jews. Because, let's face it, the Jews killed Christ. They killed him just the same as if they had murdered him, and we can never forgive them for it. And now, thanking you for listening, this is the Reverend Ottaway Brown saying, God bless you, and good night.
2: Hi, I talk to sis.
3: The final edition radio hour. will be right back. Tony, we got to come up with a promo. Our listeners don't know enough about all the great stuff the final edition does. Even when we tell them it's all this like blah, 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 dot, 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 www URL crap. No one gets what that is on radio. They just tune it out.
2: Well, I have the perfect way to hold their attention while we give them the goods. When I was at the National Lampoon in the 70s, our most famous cover had a cute mutt with a 38 Magnum to its head, and the legend: "Buy this magazine, or we'll shoot this dog."
3: Yeah, I remember that. But how does that help us? It was a visual image for a magazine. Meet Freckles. Oh, Freckles? <laughs> oh, there, there. Good boy. Yay! What's the matter then? Also, meet
2: my 38 Magnum.
3: Jesus Christ! You have a gun? Don't wave that thing around here. Is that thing loaded?
2: Sure is. Hey, listeners to the final edition Radio Hour on Progressive Voices on TuneIn. If you don't stay tuned to this promo while Jeff gives you all the necessary info about our fabulous website and our fabulous YouTube channel and all the fabulous stuff we do, I will shoot this dog.
3: (coughs) Man, take the gun out of that defenseless animal's ear.
2: Uh-uh. Give him a good chef. Oh, my
3: God. Poor Frickles. Okay, fine. Hey, listeners to the Final Edition Radio Hour, you want more of what we do, go to thefinaledition.com. Our radio airs on this network on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday at 8, as well as Wednesday at midnight. We've also got an album. We've got a Twitter feed. We've got a great YouTube channel, Facebook. Everything you can want at thefinaledition.com.
2: Now, tell them to tap all that into their iPhones or leave themselves an audio memo. No,
3: I won't. I told them enough, Tony. I'm calling. Me a tell
2: story. him, tell him, or the dog gets it. I'm cocking the gun right now.
3: Okay, listeners, uh, please, uh, write this down. Thefinaledition.com. Thefinaledition.com. Go there for everything you want from the final edition, or this crazy old British coot is going to plug old freckles.
2: Okay, that wasn't so hard, was it? Come here, freckles, you dumb old chum. Hey! Hey! Hey,
9: get down! Get, get, get down! Get away from me! Get, you crazy... Good job, Freckles. Get,
3: get him! Sick him! Oh, yeah, this is Jeff Chrysler for the final edition God. of Radio Hour on Progressive oh, Voices on God. TuneIn. 8 p.m. Saturday, God. Sunday, and Monday nights. Midnight oh. Oh. on Wednesday. Ah.
2: No, Freckles,
8: put that thing down! You don't have opposable thumbs! <laughs>
9: Welcome to Newsflash, the podcast where we bring you all today's top news stories that we don't think are boring. I'm Logan Chester, and this is my co-host,
10: Jared Silverstone. Sup? And we're live from Denver, so let's dive right into today's top news stories and ask the question everyone needs
4: answered. What wasn't boring in the news today? Hmm. Not that. Not that. <laughs>
10: Politics. Syria. <laughs> Politics. Women. Oh. Yeah, women wore dresses to the Met Gala. Is that interesting? Not really. Hey, any cats do anything interesting? Mm-hmm. Um. Nope. Guess what was basically a boring day. 7 billion people on a planet packed with untold natural wonders rushing at 30 kilometers per second around a giant nuclear fireball did absolutely nothing interesting. Well, okay then. Cool. Let's play Grand Theft Auto 5. Yeah.
9: So that's all we got time for on News Flash. See you next week.
3: Ringling Brothers Circus announced this week that they have officially retired all of their performing elephants. PETA activists are delighted, but what do the elephants think about this latest development?
6: Retire? You kidding me? It took years to perfect walking around a ring while some girl does flips on my back. Years of craft, of goddamn art, for what fuck's sake?
0: Well, I suppose I'll have more time to spend on my hobbies now. I've been meaning to catch up on murder, she wrote.
6: Bleak, don't even begin to cover it.
0: And I hear there's all-you-can-eat eat jello at the Green Hills Diner's early bird special, so that should keep me pretty busy.
6: Do I feel like I've been put out to pasture? Fuck yes, because I have literally been put
4: out to pasture.
0: Here's one thing for sure. Retirement can be hard on a marriage.
4: Honey... Did you see my sugar lump?
0: On the bale of straw where you left it. And they say elephants never forget.
4: It's not there.
0: Now the other bale of straw. It's hard to be cooped up together all the time. Used to be off to work in the morning, dressed up to the nines. Oh, you should have seen it. The lights, the music, the audience. Then home for a little bit of trunk coiling, then bed. Now... Honestly, I don't know if I can take much more trunk coiling.
4: Hey, my trunk started to chafe. I got some cream for it.
6: I guess it's like Nietzsche says We are what we do. I do nothing. I am nothing. That's it. Alive. Dead. Who fucking cares?
0: Though, on the bright side, there's always Sudoku.
6: Fuck that!
5: And now, the guy who speaks in song
6: lyrics goes to a bar.
3: Hey.
6: Oh, hello. I love you. Won't you tell me your name?
7: (laughs) Okay, I'm Mary. How about you?
6: Uh, My name's Jonas.
7: Well, hello, Jonas. What's your deal?
6: All I can say is that my life is pretty plain. Uh, I like watching puddles gather rain
7: Oh man, I totally get that My ideal day is curling up with an armless snuggie and a bowl of too hot celery soup
6: Oh my, get out of my dreams and into my car
7: Whoa, slow down, I'm not that kind of girl
6: We don't have to take our clothes off to have a good time Oh, no.
7: I'm really glad to hear you say that, Jonas.
6: Hey, I bought that girl a drink. She's with me. You can go your own way. Like hell. I feel like maybe she owes me. What are you going to do about it, pipsqueak McGillicuddy? Well, I want to get in trouble. I'm going to start a fight.
7: Jonas, you don't have to prove you're tough. Please don't do this. I
6: want to be a macho man. Okay, then, macho man. Looks like it's a good old-fashioned barroom room. Dust up. Y'all ready for this? <laughs> I know what it is. It's a one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater. Coming straight for us! Whoa, here she comes. Watch out, boys. She'll show you up. How do you even know it's gender? We
7: have to stop this thing. Jonas, you're our only hope. Why are you pouring alcohol all over the bar? What are you doing?
6: Burning down the house. You did it? You
7: saved us all. You're my hero.
6: Well, everything I do, I do it for you.
7: I don't think I'm ready for tonight to be over. Look, there's a karaoke bar down the street. Do you want to go with me?
6: Ugh, no. I hate karaoke.
1: Amid the noise and waste And remember what comfort there may be In owning a piece thereof Avoid quiet and passive persons Unless you are in need of sleep Rotate your tires Speak glowingly of those greater than yourself And heed well their advice Even though they be turkeys Know what to kiss And when Consider that two wrongs never make a right, but that three do. Wherever possible, put people on hold. Be comforted that in the face of all aridity and disillusionment, and despite the changing fortunes of time, there is always a big future in computer maintenance. Times to bend, fold, spindle, and mutilate. Know yourself. If you need help, call the FBI. Exercise caution in your daily affairs, especially with those persons closest to you. That lemon on your left, for instance. Be assured that a walk through the ocean of most souls would scarcely get your feet wet. Fall not in love, therefore. It will stick to your face. Gracefully surrender the things of youth, birds, clean air, tuna, Taiwan, and let not the sands of time get in your lunch. Hire people with hooks. For a good time, call 606-4311. Ask for Ken. Take heart amid the deepening gloom that your dog is finally getting enough cheese. And reflect that whatever misfortune may be your lot, it could only be worse in Milwaukee. Of the universe you have no right to be here and whether you can hear it or not the universe is laughing behind your back therefore make peace with your God whatever you conceive him to be hairy thunderer or cosmic muffin with all its hopes dreams promises and urban renewals The world continues to deteriorate. Give up.
11: Thank you for listening to the Final Edition Radio Hour. Humans providing their voices to the Final Edition include Bruce Cherry, Jen Dodd, Jim Earle, Rob Gordon, Tony Hindra, Jeff Chrysler, Jeff Hendrick, Dan Vitale, Jessica Park, Barry Link, Abby Parker, John Marshall, Rachel Rauch, Steve Rosenfield, James Mount, Rob Miller, Leah Krinsky, Kayla Merrill, Andrew Danish, Leslie Shapira, Anne Touchell, Darby Worley, Ben Kirchner, Gil Barron, and Bridget Fitzgerald. Writers for the final edition include Bruce Cherry, James Mount, Jen Dodd, Jim Earl, Ben Kirchner, Bridget Fitzgerald, Rob Gordon, Gil Barron, Tony Hendra, Jeff Hendrick, Jessica Park, Ebbie Parker, Jeff Chrysler, Barry Lank, Leah Krinsky, John Marshall, Kurt Weitzman, Leslie Shapira, Kate Knowles, Jeremy Rayburn, and Steve Rosenfield. The final edition was produced and directed by Tony Hindra and Jeff Chrysler. West Coast production and direction by Barry Lank. Audio editing and sound design by Greg Russ and Andrew Hammond. The final edition is the property of the Final Edition LLC, copyright 2016.